0: The baller, my life is more than money in Germany. Stories of credit dog, I said, Make a movie behind the baller. I want from playing sports to exotic whips. you got a chemi dog, i know on the sea behind the baller. My life is more than money in Germany. Stories of crazy dog, I said, Make a movie behind the baller. I want from music, Zack, to this podcast.
1: Now I probably feel at home and laugh behind the ball
0: Yo, 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 what's good, everyone? What is good? Happy Monday, you are listening to a brand new episode of the World Famous, the award-winning Behind the Baller podcast, coming to you live from San Diego, California, it is raining and a little, I don't know, but you know what, I'm feeling good, I'm feeling really good, Ladies and gentlemen, you know this show is 100% museum quality professional podcasting, brought to you by none other than the eight time podcast producers of the year. That would be the Captains, AKA the Dust Brothers, AKA Miles Davis and Jordan Winter. I am your host, Ben Baller, AKA the Korean John Daly, AKA the Wash Lord, AKA Back Nine. Ben, yo, it's gonna be somewhat of a short episode today. Not super short but a little short, but I got a special guest coming on because we got some shit that we got to deal with. But, yo, you hear that music? We're getting right into it. Miles, appreciate the beat. That is my man, Lakey. Original theme song by Leo Cartel, guys. Let's fucking go. I had a little crisis. Before I came down here to San Diego and I've been here for two days And I was trying to link up with some subscribers I just My mind is a little crazy Got a lot going on And um, I bought this little ball That you put the hamster in So they could run around And it's like a clear ball But it's like plastic So I don't really know what the purpose is I didn't watch any YouTube videos We didn't have this shit when I had hamsters I was a kid You had a little wheel You had this other stuff There's all kinds of new shit going on So you put the hamster in the wheel and the hamster I have now, the two hamsters, we got Chamik and we have Hammy. Hammy is Kaya's hamster. And Chamek is a uh, Jungarian, I think, or Dungarian or some shit. Jungarian hamster, I don't know. That's a writer in London's hamster. So I put him in his little, you know, ball, get on the phone, have like a 30-minute conversation, and I fucking forget that this little motherfucker is inside the ball. So I get up, go to the kitchen, and the fucking, this little fucker, got to the back of the kitchen, must have hit the wall, a little smart little fucker, and got out. So I'm stressed the fuck out, because I'm leaving in two hours. I don't have time to play fucking games. So, what I did instead was, I searched every fucking room. I turned everything off, trying to hear any, ee, 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 any kind of moving around, anything. And I fucking turned all the lights on. I get my flashlight, start looking under shit. You know, these things could fucking get into a really small area. You know, they're like, they're like mice, right? So I'm going everywhere, looking every single room, start closing doors. I'm checking everything, whatever. I'm like, all right, fuck it then, you know? This little fucker just ain't gonna eat for four or five days, and it's just too bad. I, I don't know what else to do. I, I, you know, I gotta fucking go, and this is my bad anyway. It's fucked up, but um, I finish packing. I'm tripping, and I hear some noises here and there. I'm like, what the fuck? So I go under the, you know, the, the stove, and I'm like, all right, and this is a brand new house, so what like, the fuck? So two and a half, three hours goes by, and I'm now late. Well, not really late, cause I don't have to be, but but I'm like, all right, I need to figure this out. And I go by the video games and I hear flickering. I see my Supreme Mortal Kombat game is literally like flickering. NBA Jam is already off. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? So I'm like, you know what? No fucking way. Chalmuk is down here chewing on the fucking power cord and it fucked up the power current. So I have this little back massage thing that covers the, the um, power strip. Look down, lo and behold, Chomik's right there. Tries to get away. I fucking picked this little fucker up and he tore through both fucking power supplies. Didn't tear through Galaga. So I had to fucking order some fucking new power DC supplies on Amazon. But more importantly, it would have fucking broke Ryder and London's fucking heart when they come back this week. And this weekend for my birthday weekend, by the way, guys, we are five days away from my birthday. They would have been fucking heartbroken. It would have fucked them up. So I was like really tripping. Low key was like, yo, I really can't leave. So anyways, found her. It's a girl. And put her inside the cage. And her and Hammy had to get separated for like about a week because they were tripping and fucking cutting each other up, fighting and shit. And I heard if you get a boy and a girl, they'll kill each other after a while, whatever. And I, I don't know. I'm. It's been... 46 years since I've had a hamster 47 maybe anyways speaking of rodents that post I made on Instagram the other day not the other day yesterday yo I know that fucked a lot of people up and that shit went low-key viral it's got over 1,200 1,300 comments it's got fucking 700,000 views 800,000 views or something Who the fuck, for real though, is eating horse, guinea pigs, and pigeons? I'm going to keep it a buck and a quarter right now. If Hammy and Chamek were the only, I mean, first of all, I mean, how much fucking, I'm not going to really get a lot of meat. These little fuckers are fat. They're big, but they ain't like as big. I'm, I'm assuming these guinea pigs are huge. I'm not eating no goddamn pigeons. I don't be so. Oh, you gotta survive. I don't know, man. At that point, you know, I guess your mental is just gone. Motherfuckers eat sand, and I don't know. They drink their own piss. I, I'm just like, yo, not gonna eat no cat. Not eating no dog. I'm not eating no motherfucking um, alligator. I, I don't know, man. Shit got me fucked up. Also got me thinking, like, look. How many billion chickens was that motherfucker again? There's 8 billion people in the world. And we're eating what, 75, 65 billion chickens a year? The fuck? Like, I don't know. I mean, that's a lot of chicken. I ain't gonna lie to you. I just, I just wonder what the fuck's gonna happen. Speaking of chicken, Chick fil A will now be legally required to be open on Sundays. Only in New York. And I think it's going to change in a few different states too, honestly, soon. But this is due to some traffic law. I don't know what that fuck's got to do with it. If it's the Hire Patrol or whatever the fuck it is, or the the state police or traffic, I don't know. A driver, like a truck driver who drives and gets hungry on a Sunday, it's something to do with that. And I wish I had more on the story. I just read that and I was like, well, what the fuck? This Is this cap? This is for real? Look up the story. But Chick-fil-A is going to be legally required to be open on Sunday. They should be fucking open on fucking Sunday anyway. Fuck. Shouldn't be closed on fucking Sundays. I don't give a fuck how religious you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Motherfuckers is, you know, got to eat too and all that shit. By the way, you know what? My mom and my sister and brother had brought up something really fucking amazing. It's just really interesting. Did you guys know that bottled water didn't really exist in the 80s and 90s? Like, there was Evian... And that was mostly in Paris in the 80s and shit. You know what I'm saying? You didn't see it like, you you didn't see bottled water in stores. You would see like gallon water, jugs of gallon. Motherfuckers wasn't drinking water. They wasn't water obsessed back then. And there's a whole different level of shit. You didn't see it like that, especially in the 80s. You didn't see it. Definitely not in the 70s and everything like that. So it's just crazy. Why? I don't know. All of a sudden now, shit's a fucking big game. And I'm not going to get into, oh, bottle water is either filtered water or this. It's all capped. There's real alkaline water. There's natural spring water. There's this. There's this. Look, drink motherfucking water, period. I'm guilty of not drinking enough, okay? But what I'm not guilty of is the bullshit. Now, I caught a lot of flack the other day about that post. And I made it on my close friends. And I wanted to show people I had posted it before Golf Pages posted it. There's a golfer out there that used to be a man and now identifies as a woman. And I got one of my boys, Akili. He runs a big page, golf page, called Drunk by the Turn. He's friends with every single golf page, knows everyone. He's actually real, real dope kid and uh, real worldly, especially for such a young guy who's traveling a over the places. He's, he's in New York right now. I'm going to call him right now, and I'm going to put him on the line so we can go over this fucking crazy shit. Alright, hold the line right now. Hold on, hold on guys. Yo, 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 what up y'all? I have one of my golf correspondents. I would say, you know, <laughs> I don't even know how to, how to name it, but he's really the person who put me on to live, really. Before any of this shit happened with me, this guy put me on to live. And... To be completely honest, I've mentioned him on the show a few times, but this man literally had me, like legit was going to get me paired up with Cam before I actually got paired with fucking Cam Smith. As I told you guys before, I was originally paired with him in Chicago, and then Bubba came in and switched it, which is all good. It's it's all love. But uh, welcome my boy, Akili, drunk by the turn to Behind the Baller. What's up, Akili?
1: First off, I want to say shout out to Ben for having me on, even... uh, I remember shit. Last year, I had probably 80,000 followers. I was my page wasn't shit, and he was one of the first ones to kind of reach out to me when he he got in the golf world. And he's he's been real as fuck ever since. So I just want to say, first off, I uh, appreciate you for having me on. And uh, yeah, bro, it's uh it's been a wild last last year, as you know yourself, and and <laughs> me who's kind of been on the front lines of this. I guess you know it's nothing less of a war. So yeah, let's let's uh let's hash all this shit out. Let's get talking.
0: So, bro, I said in the intro, obviously you weren't on, and in the intro I said, dog, this mental illness shit has to stop, bro. And I do not give a fuck about anybody who's sensitive. As I've mentioned um, to my close friends and family, like, look, I'm a father. I got to lead by example. Let's get into it. Fuck this shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, let, let's just call it what it
0: is. Yeah, Haley Davidson is playing on the next tour, which is the tour underneath the Epson tour, which the Epson tour is a feeder tour into the LPGA. So pretty much it is the female version of the Corn Fairy tour, okay, which my girl Gigi Stoll, who happens to be a gay, you know, I'm sorry, a lesbian woman who is on the LPGA tour. Now she's got a card. I fuck with Gigi. That's my girl. She was on my show on, on Part Three and whatever, and everything else. This is a whole different level of fuckery, Akili, I will let you start off about Scott Day. I mean Haley Davidson.
1: I mean, first off, it's it's nothing less of a tragedy. Let's call it what it is. I mean, Ben, you're a father, right? How I mean, how would you feel if you know you raise your daughter up? You know, she my she's daughter. a phenomenal god do- My son. She's a phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, your son too. I mean, well, yeah, it's true. I mean, hopefully we don't got to worry about that, but. Say your daughter, you know, she's a phenomenal golfer. She gets into Cal, Stanford somewhere, and she she's a phenom, right? Goes to the tour, and she gets robbed because somebody is insecure and delusional about their image and, and has a serious mental illness. I mean, that's it's nothing less of a mental illness, and I really want to know who is allowing this. So that's, that's really what we need to, you know, kind of dive into. It's, it starts at the top. You know, who's allowing this stuff? And it's funny, you know, I called you earlier, Robach, one of the, you know, I don't, I don't even know I guess a golf brand I've never worn any of their shit but you know, they have golf polos and whatnot. they sponsor a couple tour guys and uh, you know I called them out on my, my Instagram story and I said you know you guys you're sick for allowing this shit you know you're robbing people's careers and you know you're messing with their money blah 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 and you know you're setting a bad example for you know children who are you know young and in the game of golf and um, they you know they ended up blocking me I went to click on their page it said user not found and I'm like you know this is are they, you know it's it's just sad that some of these brands you know robot does deals with the p g a tour LPGA. and it's just sad that some of these brands have to be cuddled by you know the tour and they're kind of silenced and have to be forced and to believe in a certain thing so it's it's the sad reality that we not live in, but you know i don't i I don't even know what to say man but you know hold, hold on I, listen, no let,
0: let, let let's go over a few facts okay so haley Davidson used to be Scott Davidson I won't even tell. You know, the people, but a teammate yeah. of his reached out to me, dm me, said when he was on the senior high school varsity team, this guy at 13 was beating him. So he wasn't like his dude was some, you know, he w- couldn't play golf at a men's level, you know, or, or a boys' level, whatever the fuck you wanna call a 17 year old kid or a 13 year old kid. You know, my son is not far from 13, right? So, and he's whooping ass, he's doing good here and there. And then he gets a scholarship at a Division II school. I don't know if you understand this. I didn't know this until I was playing with the good, good guys and talking to Luke Kwan, talking to Brad, talking to uh, Luke Clanton, who's, who's one of the best Division I golfers at Florida State. And I didn't know this. When you play Division I or Division II golf, you only get, I think, only four or five guys, no more than six or something, get an actual scholarship on the golf team. So you make the team, but you don't get a scholarship. This motherfucker got a scholarship. So it wasn't like, you know, he, you know, was some some whatever. I mean, he could have grinded out. Look at Harry Higgs right now. Harry Higgs is playing a fucking qualifier today, okay? For the fucking Farmers Open, bro. He lost his card, you know what I'm saying? He's exempt for a few different events. But like, yep. you know, Harry Higgs is like, the dudes on the tour. He's, he's he legit golfer. He's out there grinding it. This you think Harry's going to go put on a skirt, bro? Well,
1: I mean, that's like I told people all the time. If I took LeBron and I put his ass in a dress and I, I put him on the, you know, the, whatever, the what's the WNBA? I mean, the motherfucker would average 80 a game.
0: You no, know, he might legit... He legit my average 80 <laughs> an actual game for the whole season. Every just, game. I,
1: I don't understand how we... I mean, I just turned 24, but even I'm young enough to see, you know, how have we even got to this point? How... I mean, I remember six, seven years ago, you know, we really don't have to worry about any of this shit. I just it's
0: ten years ago it was declared mental illness in the, in our country, United States of America. It was considered mental illness. It was it was actually um identified as that. Okay, let me go back a little bit further. Okay, hold on. Haley Davidson is on the NXXT tour, the next tour, the women's developmental uh you know, professional tour league or amateur tour league, whatever. Okay, so he she has 1,537 points currently. They have eight events left. All right. He is 150 points or more ahead of the second place girl. Now, the top three to five get an exemption to the Epson tour. So it doesn't matter. This guy is not going to... He. you know how points 150 is? If this motherfucker shoots even par... For the next eight events, which he won't, he's pretty much guaranteed a spot on the Epson tour. That's sickening. And that'll be the first time this has ever happened. He has, you know, and he said, I guess I read an article he he wants to uh make history and you know whatever else. And um I didn't know he had an Instagram page. You you sent it to me, went there. The comments are, are limited, obviously. I think he deleted a bunch of comments here and there. I'm just the crazy part is his argument is well, the quarter sisters could outdrive me. Bullshit, bro. There's a yeah, fucking video. Of you, there's a video of you fucking driving a short par four, bro. Like, and then some dude was defending him in, on uh, on Travis's on PGA memes page, and said, first of all, he'll get smoked. This, that, that. It's not. That's not the point. You dumb fuck." And he goes, "You know what? A lot of fucking girls can hit that far. No. First of all, the average LPGA tour pro, their average driver." is 261 yards right now okay so that's the average that means yeah there's going to be a handful 10 girls maybe out of the 140 on the track that can drive it 275 to 300 maybe whatever and yeah maybe the quarter sisters maybe nelly's probably one of the longer ones i forgot what the other girl's name was she's a stick um that just played the Uh, um or what's her name Uh, no 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 not rosang the tall chick that just played fucking um god damn it she just played the fucking uh she almost qualified. You know what I'm saying? She almost made the cut. God yeah. damn it. Anyways, going on and going forward, you have seen this girl, this guy, whatever the fuck, I don't I don't know really what to say. And they say, oh, gender's not uh, uh sex listen, yeah. bro. Stop the cap. Okay. I identify
1: as a scratch buffer, but anyway. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what's amazing is there's these dudes that um went to an LBGTQ party or event or something, and this person like you can't videotape us, blah blah. This you don't have her permission because you're in public. And this is my Fourth Amendment right, whatever. And the, the trans person was like, Well, you know, I'm feel I feel attacked and I feel nervous and I don't know what to do. And then the guy goes, She goes, please turn your camera off. And the dude goes, I actually identify as a camera. And he fucking UNO-reversed the person. And the uno that card <laughs> was so ill they couldn't say anything. And he goes, No, you need to turn. So I can't turn that camera off because I identify as a camera. I, I can't turn it off. It was just crazy. But anyways, going back, Haley doesn't even try to hide it right motherfucker looks crazy like you know like
1: and the thing is it doesn't it'd be one thing if if I mean she looks like her or he like I, I don't know haley um her body just looks like it doesn't even look like it's it looks like just you know what I do you know what I'm saying it doesn't even look it just it, she's you put her beside any of those golfers on the Epson tour next tour even the LPGA. It's going to look like Yao Ming standing beside Lee Trevino. That, I mean, it's, it's not even going to make sense, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, bro, hitting the pro shot 250 in with a three-wood and getting it with like 10 feet, like, bro, you're... <laughs> Come on, man. By the way, did you see on... Fuck, I can't remember if it was PGA Memes or if it was Zyre Golf, which page it was, but one of the girls that is on the Epson tour now, last year, she lost to Haley... And when she lost to Haley, Haley took her spot in, you know what I'm saying, in the tournament. Yeah. So she had to wait another, like, you know, another whatever season. And um, I was like, mm, bullshit, I'm gonna go to this girl's page. And I was like, Oh shit, this girl really does play professional golf. And you know, so so legit, that's just one person. Imagine the other six hundred to ten thousand girls who are out there. And she has taken their scholarship away, or taken their fucking—I'm sorry, not the scholarship. Sorry, their card away, their chance, their slot. I don't know, bro. I just—it's
1: like what do you do if if you're the one competing against her, and you, you don't you don't want to say anything because you're afraid that you're going to lose not only you know lose out of money, but you're afraid your career altogether. You know, it's it's a very tedious you know area. I, I just feel bad for the athletes and the people involved who are playing. I really do.
0: Let let me ask you a real question, okay? You've been watching golf longer than I have, and you're a kid. I'm old enough to be your dad, no problem. Easily, my nieces are your age. Honestly, if John Daly right now jumped on the LPGA tour, don't you think he would win some events?
1: Oh, dude, the motherfucker was leading. What was it, the major last year? That I mean, it was only for. You know, maybe till the end of round one, but the motherfucker was minus two, minus three. I think it was the the open. Was yeah. the, the, you remember the meme with uh, Tiger and JD? I think it was that. Yeah. yeah. Now there's no fucking doubt about it, dude. I, JD could go out there right now and win every event. I mean, I, I, I I'm stick. I'll die on that hill.
0: No, he's he's still a beast. Still wins. He doesn't give a fuck. He's got but love he, for everybody. He
1: smashes the fuck out of the ball. Still there. You just can't, man. You just can't compare any type of sport. And he's
0: 54, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying, like, just trying to give you guys an idea of how fucked up it is. And again, this has got nothing to do with, and it's got nothing, this is just like the swimmer, the same shit, where that swimmer couldn't win one fucking event in men's swimming, all of a sudden won every single fucking women's event. Like, bro, stop this shit.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, like we said, my my girlfriend, who's a swimmer, you know, I'm not going to say the school just for privacy reasons, but... We uh, I came up to visit her about, you know, two to three weeks ago, and they were playing, you know, another school in her conference, and, you know, she she told me beforehand I came to the meet, she said, you know, just don't say anything, because on the other team, there was a, a transgender athlete, and it's just, you know, it pisses me off that, you know, sh- the other person on the other team could be, be robbing somebody close to me of, you know, their, you know, spot or place or whatever it is, it's just, it's bullshit, it really is bullshit, and... Anybody that thinks otherwise is just fucking delusional.
0: Well, I forgot to mention this. I'm looking at my notes here. This is probably the most important thing out of everything we've said. A girl had said, this guy is known to be a creep in the locker room. Imagine my daughter's got a change in the same locker room or whoever's daughter's got a change in this or whoever's... Look.
1: Well, we're smoking them, bro. There's no questions asked. Yeah, man. I I know that's a little harsh, but like, you know, that's there's no questions asked, bro. There's you know, you're you're getting you're getting popped.
0: And again, like I said, I don't condone violence. I don't condone cancel culture on either side. Left, right, fucking north, south. I don't give a fuck what it is. It's just like this shit is crazy. Look, we've said what we need to say. I think this is absolutely fucking again. This is preposterous. Um and, and one
1: thing I do want to say is I hope, you know, not to cut you off, Ben, but I hope that anybody that hears this, you know, you you have millions of listeners, you know, don't just hear this and you know, you know, care about it, you know, when we're talking about it. Remember this shit and you know, take a stand against it because it really is. It could be, you know, your daughter or your son, you know. So Rest really in peace to women's
0: go- listen, rest in peace, RIP to women's sports, it's gotta stop at a certain point. And again, no one said you can't wear dress. No one can say you didn't want to be whatever. No one look, I just found out about what a furry is. Do you know what a furry is?
1: Yeah, they said that I actually didn't even know what it was till I was. I uh, just found out like
0: two weeks ago from my son.
1: Is it they just isn't like a basically they do porno and they dress up as like fucking animals and shit. I don't I don't know. That's at least that's what I think. I couldn't. Okay, so wrong. they dress
0: up as animals and they identify as animals and they go to an event called FurCon. And these outfits cost like five hundred, you know, to more and they literally Go there, they're in full, full. They they're on fucking you know Discord, on all these little you know group chats and shit. And they go and they meet up and they're all wearing it and they they eat like you know food as animals and dogs. It's the craziest shit in the world. I'm like yo, bro. All right, man, motherfuckers have lost their fucking minds. I'm just I'm just (laughs) saying like, bro, my son has to my son has to see this shit. You know my kids they're they're like yo, dad. I swear to God, furries. I was like what the fuck, and they know what the deal is. But I really thought that that. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. I mean, I got two younger brothers, and, you know, very, you know, one's a sixth grader and then one's a third grader. It's like, shit, bro. I got to even, you know, when I'm in town, you know, coming to see the fam and shit, I'm like, oh look, you know, they'll be on their iPads on YouTube. I'm like, what the fuck are you watching? Like, how does this shit even pop up on here? It's the, even the shit that, you know, some of these platforms allow and push against your kids. And, and it's just, it's sick, bro. It really is. I mean, you know, probably as a father, you got to monitor the shit out of what they watch, probably.
0: No, of course, bro. I see it all the time. Plus, you know, the school they go to, they, they go to a private school. So, like, they weren't about to throw that in there. And, and they, not just that, they go to a private Christian school. So, they're not about to let any of that bullshit go. I want to switch gears, even though I do wish that John Daly comment was real. The one I put on your page, I really wish that oh, was yeah, real. Oh, yeah, that show
1: was hilarious. Can was you quote fun. that for me again, if you have it? <laughs> to, to, so they can...
0: John Daly commented on the transgender playing on the LPGA tour saying, I would have won 100 tournaments if I threw a skirt on and called myself a tranny. That dude is as feminine as a Ford F one hundred and fifty.
1: I mean, seriously, though. It's just yeah, but anyway, okay. we'll, we'll change subjects. Let's but switch I, I don't gears. Know how that dude? Let, let's switch he's gears at night, but yeah, let's switch. All right, let's bro. Switch. Let's talk. Let's talk some live golf, bro. Yep, my season A-Coba. starts. We got got Mexico coming up.
0: One week away, bro. I mean, first of all, look, dude. My boy Pat's been there for a while already. He's already been there for a minute. Um shout out to my boy Pat. I told uh, you guys last week or two weeks ago, my boy Pat Perez going through a tough time, and I know what he's going through because I would spoke to him, and I'm going through, and I've already been through, you know, ten months ahead of him, but um he's getting dialed back in, getting more focused. and I know this is where it really is going to show what you know mental toughness is. and uh, I know Bryce is getting dialed. He was in Bahamas the other day. Um Bubba's excited to get back. Matt Wolf is getting back. you know, everyone's getting to it. and Brooks hit me up. Brooke was like, you'll get them rings ready and everyone's like you'll get them rings ready and they're ready you know they're motivated i just don't know cuz it's the first tournament so i really can't call because bro you know at any given day you know who the fu- anyone could fucking win but but who do you like for for Mayakoba?
1: so i'm going to come in hot and i'm going to i'm not going to go with the individual first but i'm going to go with the team and i a lot of people have been you know kind of like oh why why did you know the range goats trade you know taylor for wolf but in Mayakoba, that course as far as this tournament goes, as long as that course is, and as tough as that course is off the box, the the range goats have two of the longest drivers in the league with Matthew Wolf and Peter Ulan. So I think, you know, with those two, you know, long drivers, and then you know, you got Bubba who's always, you know, going to come come to show at least a couple of days. I think, you know, watch out for the range goats at Mayakoba. That's that's drunk by the turns pick. I think I think they win Mayakoba.
0: Wow. I think like if Bubba hears this, he'll probably be pissed because. Well, so I'm a, well, shit, I can't even talk about that yet. You know what? I won't even talk about that because I'm paired up with in Vegas. But this is what I think. I got a good feeling that I can't, it's between these two. I just feel like either Torque GC or Smash GC is going to do it. And I think that Torque is going to surprise everyone and maybe win it all this year. But
1: they won three events last year, three team events last year, bro. Yeah. I think they won more than anybody did.
0: They're really solid, and I think that uh, Smash is solid. I really, I mean, again, there's going to be some real surprises because, you know, Rom's got to announce his team too, so we have no fucking idea, and I don't think he likes to lose. I'm a fucking about to lose, you know, shit. So I don't know, bro. Yeah. It's going to be interesting, man. Um, By the way, when am I going to see you? Which which event am I going to see you at, you think?
1: So I'm definitely gonna be in Vegas like we talked about. Unfortunately, you know, my Coba is is off the table. I have, have some prior commitments. But uh Houston, like we were talking, hopefully me and you get paired up together in the Pro Am, bro. And, okay. and run run Houston. But, yeah, uh, hey, reach
0: out to reach out to Cam and see if we get paired up with Cam, maybe.
1: Yeah, that would that would be legendary, bro. And then you know, I'll be in LA in a few weeks, so we'll we'll get together and, and shoot the shit and play some play some golf, bro. And yeah, hey, get let's, ready let's, for uh, Vegas.
0: Let's hit Trump because I got to get some practice rounds in before the Wash Lord. And um,
1: speaking of the Wash Lord, bro, y'all could not have picked a better venue. That is the most beautiful course I have ever played at, hands down. I've I've been everywhere from Pebble Beach to you know Scottsdale, you know all the major courses other than Augusta, and the nothing beats you know Trump National in LA. Nothing, no nah, of course, it's nothing it's, beats it. No, nah, shit is pure. But it's uh, the only I, course in uh, the world that has every every uh, every hole has a view of the ocean.
0: Yeah. No, for sure. By the way, um, so here, let me look at this in real time. So this is what the tentative schedule for me is and uh, for all the people listening right now and also uh, you, Akili, just so you know. So I'll be in Vegas. I think I'm going to Hong Kong. Uh, I'll be in Houston. I'll be in Nashville, Tennessee. And then uh, I might be, I'm going to either be in Spain or I'm going to be in the UK. So it's going to be one of those. And then obviously I'm going to miss Greenbrier and then I'll be in Miami at the end. So that's basically the schedule, guys. If you guys want to check up the live schedule, that's what I'll be doing. And then there's going to be some announcement coming up pretty soon. I just can't say anything right now until uh, the ink is dry and everything. But other than that, man, Akili, what else is good, bro? How's your game looking?
1: It's looking all right. Like I, like I talked to you, I really haven't played too seriously in the past three months just because I've been dealing with a little lingering, a little back issue, but where we're starting to get back, and hopefully I can play a full 18, 100% here about a week or two. Been doing some physical therapy, injections and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I look bad. I think I could come out my first round back and shoot mid-80s, but that might be a bold statement.
0: No, ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. Let me ask you this, man. Who was your favorite person you've met on the live Tour? Like, personally, cause you've, you've you know been to a bunch of events early.
1: I mean, I gotta be real. If it weren't for Pat Perez, I, I wouldn't have any of the connections I got at Live. Me and Pat have had been talking about, you know, DMing the past year about some issues with the PGA Tour and Live, and you know, kind of digging into the behind the scenes of what you know people really don't see that went on with Hand and the tour. And we finally got to meet in person in Chicago, and Pat said, "Yo, I'll be teeing off on hole nine at 10 a.m. tomorrow in a pro am. Come see me." And, you know, I mean, I was nervous as shit. And then I, I, I go to meet him and I'm walking outside the road I said, what the fuck are you doing, dude? He said, get the fuck in here. We do shit different around here. And at that moment, I knew, all right, yeah, this shit, this shit's legit, bro. Like, you know, I know I'm I'm obviously pretty biased, but I've been to both PGA and Liv's, you know, tournaments. And, bro, Liv is, this is a very weird comparison, but everybody from when you they scan your ticket to the communications, by the way, shout out to Jane, she's awesome uh dude they're like chick-fil-a workers they're fucking awesome they're so nice you know they're they're not dicks they, they treat you like family like it's i mean you'd agree you've you've, you've been in enough events
0: no oh, bro they're amazing bro i ain't got none but love for pat the whole crew i mean everyone i've met has been amazing i, I got at least eight huge and these are global people fuck that i'm talking about professional golf in total i have eight nine guys who want to link up in Vegas and shoot content and do stuff. So I'm, I'm just blessed. I'm, I'm fucking, I'm so grateful. Shout out to my boy, Travis Miller, man, PJ memes. He, he made a lot of connections.
1: Um, yeah. Shout out to Travis. He, I mean, he, he laid the blueprint for, you know, all the accounts like mine and other people. He's the goat at this shit. You know, he's, he's shout out, shout out to Travis, man. We, uh, we definitely wouldn't have gotten some of the places we have with live weren't for Travis. So just shout out.
0: No doubt, brother. Well, Hey man, akili i really appreciate you coming on the show dog and and uh we'll wrap some more later guys i'm gonna take a little quick short commercial break and uh big shout out to drunk by the turn we'll be right back y'all yo yo what up y'all we're back again i was busy with the kids all week and everything else since monday but i did get to catch up on a few different things um i want to talk about something real quick again i know right now i'm on my hater shit it sounds like but it's like let's give motherfuckers what they want now obviously there's more ugly motherfuckers that roam this earth and that's more relatable and i get it i'm the first person to tell you guys or tell girls sorry stop fucking with your faces stop with the cap stop the extra fucking you know lip fillers the fucking injections all the other shit all the fillers that are making your fucking chin you know go different here and there. like yo and i get it you want to look younger here and there, but you what you, you you girls don't fucking understand you girls look a lot fucking older straight up and it's like you go and you want to hear the truth go to instagram reels go to the fucking explore page and you'll see motherfuckers and it's like as relatable as it may be look dog th- this shit is motherfuckers is trying to be too nice just because you know it's a better place they say but at a certain point you gas motherfuckers up and I know there's someone for everyone but nah man I don't give a fuck how ugly motherfuckers think I am or whatever it may be look I do fine I'm good I'm straight I don't need to worry about none of that shit I don't give a fuck I know people don't have the same mental you know, toughness or whatever it may be Look, the soft shit's got to stop. And I hate remakes in general. Some have done well, very few, but they will remake the shit out of everything. And Mr. and Mrs. Smith, when that movie came out with Brad Pitt and Angela Jolie, you knew right then and there, them motherfuckers were so into character, they end up getting married adopting babies, having babies of their own, and it was crazy because Brad fucking Pitt is a legend. I went to high school with Angelina, all right? And again, if people saw me from high school never saw me again and met me now, oh, I'm a 100% a different person. I'm the same in many ways here and there, and they'll know the basic, you know, outline of shit, but, you know, I got older, I matured. Everything I hear about Angelina doesn't seem like it's very far-fetched, and we do have some mutual friends still here and there, I'm sure she's not pulling up to fucking Beverly Hills High School alumni shit, our fucking, uh, you know, reunions and stuff and everything. And she was okay, you know, told you her brother was a little off. But anyways, Mr. and Mrs. Smith was dope. You're talking about a fucking drop dead beautiful woman who's 5'10", a fucking handsome ass stud, Brad Pitt. And they remake it with Donald Glover. And by the way, I fuck with Childish Gambino. He, he, he's killed it. Music-wise, he fucking crushed. Atlanta is fucking, the show's amazing. Dude's a really talented dude. He's funny as fuck. But they picked a 50-year-old woman to be paired up with this dude who's like, what is he, late 20s, early 30s? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. This chick is 36? She, Yo, I'm just, bro, she's hard to look at, fam. I'm gonna keep it a buck and a half. I'm going to keep it 200. Fuck that. She, this, I can't watch this shit just off that. And if that sounds fucked up to people, man, again, dog, look, at, it's a free country. Y'all free to not listen or whatever. And if you motherfuckers want to have always shit sugarcoated and stuff, and I call it left, right, it don't matter. Like I said, I don't give a fuck what religion you are, what fucking political background you support. I don't give a shit. I will call the hypocrisy out, period. Anyways, Um, raising Canaan. I love the fucking show. You know that. I do not like where episode seven is going. I don't fuck with unique. I'm sorry, not unique, unique's brother. It's man. This was a rough filler episode, and I kind of get because it's it's really the way 50 wanted to treat it. And if you look at Kanan, he really starting to talk like 50. And his story's pretty much based on him. It's probably a little fiction, whatever else, but. You know, there wasn't really much else I could really watch. I didn't really watch a lot of golf or YouTube golf on there. I'm sorry. I did watch the Garrett and Grant finally after over a year. These dudes are fucking best friends. You know, OG, good, good and everything. And and, and I'm so happy to see them back playing and being homies and shit and everything else. I'm going to be, I'm going to see Grant and Micah tomorrow at the Farmers. I want to tell you guys who I'm paired up with, but I'd rather wait for you guys to see it tomorrow. I'd, I'd usually do get, let's just say this, um, the guy I'm paired with is a major winner, he's won a major, and he's from Ireland. So, back to entertainment real quick. There's a documentary on Netflix I came across, and if you were in the party scene 10 years ago or so, then you know about this guy named Jolo. I've mentioned him on the show before, this dude stole over a billion dollars from the Malaysian government, and there's a documentary called "Man on the Run," and it goes in a super dope detail into Jolo. And Jolo, I knew this dude was f- just fugazi. I knew he was felonious. I knew his whole shit was fucked up, and people were on his dick because he was throwing money around. And trust me, man, you know that, that motherfucker came into Marquee and bought out everything. Motherfucker handed me a ball of crystal, fucking um a magnum, throwing an ace of spades, you know, every single fucking thing you could think of, dude was, spe- he's fucking tricking off money like nothing, millions in, in hours, didn't give a fuck, was paying Paris Hilton to hang out, Leonardo DiCaprio, he fucking financed Wolf of Wall Street, which is one of the fucking best movies in the last 20 years, easily, it's up there, one of the best, it's fucking amazing, but watch Man on the Run on Netflix, is a fucking great documentary, uh, back to food real quick, McDonald's just released a double Big Mac. I had to think about life again, you know, because the Big Mac kind of got small. I, I thought I was playing, I thought I was like, yo, am I tripping? Or is the Big Mac smaller than it used to be when I was a kid? And then I realized it really is. They, they really did make it smaller, which makes it easier to eat. And then yesterday, when I was getting ready and I was hitting some balls, I went to go visit um, my dog, Q. Which I'm going to get into in a second. Saw McDonald's right by the cemetery where he's buried. And I was like, should I get a double Big Mac? Nah, I'm tripping. I went to Tabu Shabu in Carlsbad. Shout out to the, everyone at Tabu Shabu in Carlsbad. Got me some fucking uh, ribeye, sukiyaki, and killed it. By the way, I love Tabusha. Which I would my spot every time I go to fucking San Diego and I'm in North County. Definitely, definitely, definitely hit there. This time around, I couldn't really hit North County like that because Tory Pines, I need to be obviously, you know, in the La Jolla area. Um, what else is there? Oh, yeah. Big shout out, congrats to uh, Nick Dunlop. He won the Amex Tour. And he didn't just win. He beat fucking Justin Thomas. He beat fucking some big names. Okay, he is the first amateur in 30 years to win it. And he's also the youngest to win it in a like fuck since 19, 100 years or something. Okay, but because he is a sophomore in college, plays for Alabama fucking college uh, golf team. He's 20 years old, he's an amateur. Because he's an amateur and he got the exemption and he won, he doesn't get to collect his $1.5 million dollars and prize money because he's not a pro. Shit. I would have announced I was a pro right motherfucking there. I would have told Alabama to go fuck themselves. This dude is, is been, he's he's gonna be on the tour. He's already exempt. I'd have been like, nah, fuck that, I'm pro. you gonna give him my money. Fuck that. You played fucking four days in these kind of conditions in a tough ass track, and you won, you shot fucking 60 in this bitch man yo anyways seven years ago almost exactly to the day tomorrow will be the day january 23rd 2017 seven years ago i got the worst phone call of my life i found out one of my two best friends of my entire life had passed away and that's my man leotana haitian gangster from motherfucking he's not a real gangster i'm saying from jamaica queens AKA Q Worldstar, he is the founder of worldstarhiphop.com. He was also my oldest kid, London's godfather. Q, I I don't know what to say. it, It fucks me up when I think about you. Hurts my heart. I think about you a lot, especially when I come down here. I look for your power and your wisdom. I know you're looking out for London and Ryder. I wish you could have met Kai. I know you sent that message I just think about it. and just just it really fucking breaks me up, man. And I'll be looking over Quinn Leo in Asia, of course. But uh yeah, rest in peace, Q. Seven years, man. Fucking crazy. Um, wanna wrap this up by saying uh I had pretty much picked every single fucking game this weekend, and by the spread, except for the Chiefs. Kelsey's my guy. That's my dude. I think most of you guys know that. I just felt like the Bills really had to kind of like, come on, man. Now, this is the crazy part. I don't want to hear anything about no script or no bullshit about the Ravens Niners, and some person saw a fucking February 11 thing with Usher, Post Malone, and Reba McIntyre, and the fucking, look, I already said it was going to be the Ravens Niners before any of that fucking cap came out. But I'm gonna keep it a buck. If it's Ravens Lions, gonna be lit. If it's Chiefs Niners, I'm not mad at that either. Right? Lion, look, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Niners and Ravens, I'm not mad. I think the Ravens are gonna tap that ass. Chiefs and Niners, eh? I don't know, man. It'd be all right. Now, Ravens-Lions, I just want to see this Ravens-Niners matchup. I I want to see the motherfuckers heartbroken, you know, but if the Lions take the Niners out, it'd be funny. I'd rather see some shit just get fucked up just to mix up this stupid-ass script. But either way, these four teams right now, they can't a ball. That is for sure. Ain't no accidents here. I said in the early of the motherfucking year, Niners is probably going to go. I didn't say anything about the Ravens then. Lions, there was a truth. They beat us first game and then then they came back, whooped ass. The Chiefs, you know, it's crazy. You can't ever count, you know, Patrick Mahomes out. It's wild. But, I really think the Ravens are more hungry this year and I think the Ravens are going to fuck around and beat the Chiefs by like 10, 13 points. So, by the way, guys, I want you to understand that We do have a serious betting pick handicap site. It is a business. And if you want to be a part of Captain Picks, I'm not bullshitting. Anybody in BTB Army wants to be a part of building a possibly billion-dollar business with Captain Picks. These motherfuckers, our squad is picking winners. I showed one of them. That Lions game was easy work. Okay. Our whole captain squad does that all day long. If you are serious about building a squad with us, the captains, email Jordan at captainpicks.com, just like it sounds captainpicks.com. Email Jordan at captainpicks.com. We're done playing fucking games. Like literally, we ain't fucking around. Ain't nobody really documenting their wins like that. This shit is not a game at all whatsoever. All right. Spoke to Jimmy. Jimmy gets here in two days. I'm going to beat the fuck out of him. We're going to get our fucking shit together. We're going to record. About to launch this cold as ice. I'm not playing. (laughs) Okay. My birthday is in fucking five days, guys. Your boy is old as shit. Turning 51. This is not your practice life. By the way, Again, real quick, I forgot. Shout out to my dog, Jorge Paniche. He's on the latest episode of Evan Lovett's LA In A Minute, who is a friend of the pod, has been on the pod. Listen to that episode. It is very long, but I didn't know that that dude really, really had felt that way. And I'm glad I was able to help this dude, because he, he really, it wasn't just about helping him. I opened the door, he did everything else himself. So sometimes, really, you do got to pay it forward. And I'm down to do that for anyone that I see talent in and I see potential in, okay? So anyways, guys, make it a great day. I love y'all. I will see you guys back on Thursday. Peace.